1: Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today, we are going to talk about a very important topic: how chiropractic care can help with your child's sensory disorders and get them functioning at a higher level. Hello, Dr. Stringer. How are you today?
0: I'm great, thanks, Liz. How are you?
1: I'm doing very well, thank you, so let's jump in so April is Autism Awareness Month, so can you discuss how chiropractic care benefits children with autism?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Obviously, April, as you just mentioned, is uh, Autism Awareness Month, so... Any kind of prevalent health topics that are kind of being discussed in general public, we like to kind of focus on here in the clinic. Hence, why we're on the um, podcast. And I didn't necessarily want to focus just on autism. I know we're going to discuss just that plethora of kind of sensory uh, disorders during this topic: um, ADD, ADGD, et etc. But they all essentially form within a you know a similar. Um, Kind of realm of of disability, um, and it's all due to um, you know developmental disability, which is caused by a difference in the brain, um, typically with that kind of sensory, you know, light, sound, behaviour, um, social cues, etc. So, now I'm going to focus this really around what we do as chiropractors. So, obviously, chiropractors. is the spine, the spine houses the nervous system. The nervous system controls everything we do, how the body feels, and also our functions. So typically for us, when we have our kids, uh, unfortunately there's plenty of kids in the practice um, with kind of different varying degrees of these sensory disorders, we're always looking at what we call the three T's. So thoughts, traumas, toxins. So obviously for kids, thoughts can be, you know, stress that's coming from school, so discuss with the, the, the parent um, good ways that they can manage kind of stressful situations, because that obviously has an effect on the nervous system, which has an effect on how the patient feels and functions. Um, toxins, obviously diet stuff, right? Diet that are high in inflammatory foods, processed foods, uh, chloroids, etc., are really tax the body and have you know a, a harsh effect on the nervous system creating free radicals that pull oxygen out of cells and just essentially doesn't allow us to function well but specifically when it comes to um, trauma as we call the last um, trauma is can be a big trauma if you've been you know, rear-ended in a car accident, for example, or those micro-stresses. So as a kid, it's typically micro-stresses. You know, the kid's playing on a tablet, the chin's on the chest, they're looking down. As a micro-stress, micro-stresses create something called a subluxation. Subluxation is several forms of subluxation, but essentially it means a joint or several joints of the spine globally can shift out of alignment. If the spine shifts, it can increase stress and tension within the joint, the tissue, the nerve. So for us, we always like to look and focus on the upper cervical spine. You have seven bones in your neck. The first two are the upper cervical spine, C1, C2. C cervical one's the top bone, obviously. Uh, It's called the atlas and the axis. Um, and essentially your skull sits on top of the atlas, and then the atlas sits on top of the, uh, axis, and essentially that's how we rotate our head, then lock up and down a little bit too. So when these joints have shifted out of alignment, they can create stress and tension on the C1, C2 nerve root. Well, obviously you have your brain, you fall in your brain stem, and then out of your, um skull, um, through the foramen magna, which the hole in the base of the skull, comes the spinal cord. When you're subrocated in that region, you're going to increase stress and tension in the upper cervical area. There's more nervous system activity in that area than anywhere else in your spine because you're close, so close to the brainstem. So typically for us, kids that come in, not necessarily just with autism, but we've had kids come in with patients with autism. Autism and done great with our care, and then all the other plethora of kind of sensory disorders. We're always checking that upper cervical spine because if we're subluxating that upper cervical spine and we're compressing C1, C2 nerve root right by that brainstem, so it can put us in something what we call sympathetic tone. You have parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest when you go to sleep, so you get rapid eye movements so of deep sleep, you wash yourself, so we kind of regenerate and recover. Then you have your sympathetic nervous system, which is Fight or flight so getting in a car accident for example eyes go wide hairs in the back of your neck stand up and we vasoconstrict so essentially we're consistent or we're you know full of adrenaline essentially so if we're subluxated in the upper cervical area that's going to put us consistently in a sympathetic tone if we're in a sympathetic tone typically what we find our patients are patients that are struggling with you know Those sensory disorders, autism, ADD, ADHD, all those type of kind of sensory disorders. So when we focus on our sensory um, patients, we are focusing on the upper cervical spine because if we can get that spine moving better and better alignment, better balance, healthy muscle tone and strength, and it's going to allow those two joints to move freely without compressing the nervous system, then typically what we see is a decrease in those symptoms, obviously, each patient's symptoms are different based on their case. Um, so, yeah, any kid that's dealing with, or an adult, too, that's dealing with kind of those sensory disorders, getting in to see a chiropractor, you're going to see some awesome, wonderful stuff happen through the chiropractic adjustment.
1: And what symptoms of ADD and ADHD are targeted with chiropractic care?
0: Yeah, so not necessarily... Um, well, I wouldn't say necessarily the symptom of targeting, but typically what can you get from the varying degrees of ADD, ADHD, it's all sensory stuff typically. So sensitivity to light, to sound, inability to concentrate, um, poor appetite, poor focus. So, you know, we have Patients coming in with autism, all the way through patients that are undiagnosed, and depends. I'm pretty sure this, you know, our kids got ADD, ADHD. Again, we're always checking the spine, specifically upper cervical spine, for subluxations, and more often than not, typically we're finding subluxations present due to lack of curve, reverse curve, and/or joint shifts in that upper cervical spine. So once we start. Working with the patient on good joint function, good alignment, and essentially that's going to decrease the stress and tension on the nervous system. Then the patient typically improves and their symptoms, air quote, or their dysfunction from the sensory disorder, poor sleep, poor mood, um, you know, inability to concentrate, those things typically start to improve pretty quickly and pretty drastically too. We've had some awesome case studies in the office in regards to patients responding to care from kids picking back up the musical instrument that they gave up from pulling the grade average up, way up from failing to being a uh, honor roll student to having the ability to sit in the canteen at school and actually socially interact with their friends due to their ability to absorb noise better. So, yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing when you're dealing, uh, working with um, kids and they receive chiropractic treatment and the benefits that it comes with.
1: Yeah, so that sort of answers my next question, but maybe there's something, um, you know, you'd like to add. So, my question is, are there certain symptoms or behaviors that show the most improvement with chiropractic care? Yeah, I
0: think, again, each case is case-by-case specific, right? We had a little girl in recently, chronic migraines, terrible sensitivity to sound and noise. Parents had to pull her out of school um, because she couldn't literally deal with the sensory stimulation. Um, So her symptom that we were focusing on was primary migraines, but also her ability just to be able to compute sensory information. Um, And she did awesome. She's now not getting any migraines. She's back in school. She's loving it. You know, we had another little boy. Recently come in, really poor concentration, wouldn't listen in school, Um, quite naughty in school too, got pulled out of class, grades dropped, gave up his cello, lost his appetite put him through a round of corrective care, similar treatment in regards to focusing on joint function, decreasing subluxation stress in the upper neck, working on his posture, his neck curve, all those things improved. He got his appetite back. His mom said he he tidied his bedroom, which he'd never done before. He started playing his cello. He got back into normal class. His grade average went from a D to a B. So it all depends on the... the, um, case, but typically the symptoms that manifest from a sensory disorder are the symptoms that improve with chiropractic care if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, sure. And for the best results, should parents wait until their child is at a certain age to see a chiropractor, or can children benefit from chiropractic care at any age?
0: Yeah, great question. We have a saying in the practice, from cradle to grave, you you should be having your spine checked as soon as you enter the world, so I'm talking about infant babies, um, and then obviously all the way through to, you know, you're retired and, you, uh, and you're kind of at the back end of your career per se. Um, yeah, so my kids were born um, and both my kids were adjusted within an hour of being born. That's pretty typical for um, a chiropractor <clears throat> that went to Palmer Chiropractic College, the the, the head of chiropractic. You've got to remember too the birth process is pretty difficult obviously for the mother and for the baby right Mm -hmm. you've got to fit through the pelvic inlet so you've got to squeeze through that thing typically patients or babies that have an intervention so um forceps um the vac um c-section typically what are you contacting when you're physically pulling a baby through the pelvic inlet and or out the stomach it's the head and when you're yanking on their head it's going to create tension in their neck So if you're creating tension and shifts in their neck and that baby's an hour old or a week old or a month old, then obviously their nervous system can compress. So those symptoms can manifest. In an infant baby, symptoms might show up as inability to latch. They can't rotate the head well to contact the breast to take the food. might be really reflux, colicky in regards to Mm -hmm. the response to breastfeeding. That's all upper upper thoracic um, nervous system function. So yeah, essentially should get your baby and or kid checked out as soon as possible. Now, remember, obviously, when you're adjusting a baby, it's a lot different to how you adjust an, uh, an adult. View adjusting a baby is like putting pressure on your eyeball. You know, baby's bones aren't really bones. They're cartilage. They're kind of bendy. So you're not really thrusting on a baby. You're just finding a shift. And if you find it, you apply a light, uh, just some really light pressure, like you're pressing on your eyeball, and that bone just moves um, it, 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 it moves really um, easily and comfortably, yeah. So it's a little different getting adjusted as a baby, as, as an adult.
1: All right, and my last question is, for parents who are bringing their children to the chiropractor for the first time, what should they expect during the first visit and subsequent visits?
0: Yeah, great question. It all depends on what's going on, right, in regards to are the patient bringing them in just for, or the parents bringing them in just for a wellness check. Did they have a specific complaint? For example, they're not latching, colic, reflux, or do they have a neurological issue that's, you know, manifesting um, and actually delaying development. So it all depends. But typically, any chiropractor with the salt, regardless if it's an adult or a baby, you know, going really detailed consultation, right? Why are you here? What's the dysfunction? How long has it been going on? How often is it? Um, uh, how does it feel? How does it create dysfunction? Then obviously some goal setting. Then you're going to perform a, orthopedic exam and or spinal exam based on patients so for babies it's typically just a really light palpatory exam along the spine and then there's some specific orthopedic neurological tests that you can perform based on complaints um, particularly those neurological complaints. And then also, too, babies can get x-rays. We typically don't x-ray babies unless there's been a big trauma and or there is a neurological uh, defect going on. We want to check where that spine's at. And then, obviously, babies get going with an adjustment um, based on those findings, typically on the first visit. So, yeah, it all kind of depends, but a thorough evaluation before the baby gets or the, the kid gets treated is absolutely um, standard.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today.
0: Absolutely. Appreciate having us on, Liz.
1: And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts.
0: You've been listening to Razorcast,
1: USA's hottest podcast,
0: bringing you cutting edge interviews from leading industry professionals.